tips to ride better at night on closed roads. Hello and welcome to Best Motorcycle Roads. I'm Tom. And I'm Todd. We have over 30 years of motorcycling experience and 15 years of planning and riding motorcycle trips. We're here to share with you everything we've learned over those years. Our goal at Best Motorcycle Roads is simple. Make your next motorcycle trip the best it can be. We'll dive into technology, planning, packing, the routes, and other tips, and everything in between. From essential prep to unforgettable routes, we've got you covered. Before we kickstart today's journey, we ask you to sign up for our BMR Rider Alerts. It's our way of keeping you in the loop with the latest rides, tips, and stories. We promise no spam, only the essentials to enhance your motorcycle adventures. Join the BMR crew today. We'll put a link in the show notes. This segment about motorcycle gear reviews and tips we call the toolkit. Um, I picked one, a few things, like just having cruise control. Um, Big one. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is honestly, right now, this is the first bike that I've had an actual cruise control on ever. Ever. Um, I've had throttle locks. So yeah. okay, I've had there's that. a lot of times people call cruise control throttle locks. And... Mm -hmm. They're only slightly, I mean, they're extremely different, but, but similar. Right? Yeah. So throttle lock is literally something that locks your throttle at the same spot. So if you're going up hills, you're going slower, the engine's going to slow you down. If you're going down hills, you're going faster. Yeah. They're just for temporary relief of that um, throttle hand, right? Right, yeah. Shake your hand out, you know, scratch right? your ear, your mm -hmm. side, whatever you got to do, yeah. But I would say that most high, I didn't want to say high end, but I mean, the top touring style motorcycles now have literally cruise control like you, you yeah. could imagine on your car. Yeah. And that is really the ticket. I mean, that's when we, if we ever go on a trip, somebody with actual cruise control has to be the one leading the group, I would say. Like yeah. it just, it doesn't work very well without it. Right. Yeah. No, we, we always put the cruise control person in front and uh, yeah. yeah, it just, it helps the whole ride. Yeah. So, I mean, one way or the other, <laughs> you want one of those two things. I know. Yeah. I've went a thousand or more mile trip without any of it, and your hand is hurting. Oh. Um, Mike still does it. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> Never takes think, his hand off that. Oh my throttle. gosh! Like an iron grip. Um, the second uh, tool tip or toolkit item today is extra lighting, mostly in the rear. Um, this is for rear safety purposes, I guess. Um, your bike, when you bought that Goldwing, uh, was littered, oh. almost littered with lights everywhere. So but, many lights. You know what? You don't. At first, you're like, oh my gosh, this is a gimmick. This is funny. Oh, you know, Todd's got all these lights. But you have extra lights. At, I mean, you have probably five sets of extra lights just on the back, I mm -hmm. would say. Mm -hmm. and, and I'd say three out of five are vanity and look just for looks. Mm -hmm. But the two that I think are really important is those motor, the, like the brake light flashing. Mm -hmm. um, and they come in different flavors. Some blink for three, four times and then go on. Um, that's usually some rep, some combination of blinking. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, can you really see that. Um, Catches your attention, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I think it was gimmicky when I first thought about it, but... And then yours has a really cool... And you're, you're riding like a, a O2 Goldwing yeah. now. And you have those... Um, where the passenger armrests are, the ones that I really like also yeah. is those extra turn signal that also blink. Yeah, they're up high and they're out a little yep. bit wider. Yeah. Yep. Um, man, I just can't say enough for... You don't have to go crazy and put every light under the sun on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that's what you're into, that's fine. 
but like really those eye catching like rapid blinking mm-hmm. it really catches your attention um yeah i haven't seen those before i don't know where the person that put my motorcycle together yeah. found those but they're very small and inconspicuous when I would call them like high output LEDs. They're tiny, but they're very, uh, very bright. They're very bright. Yeah. Yeah. And I know when we've been in like foggy conditions or rainy conditions, um, often you guys ask me to take the lead (laughs) because you can see if I'm slowing down, if I'm putting on the brakes, I'm making a turn, uh, you know, in those, those low light conditions, low light, yeah, the low visibility conditions. Yeah. So yeah, I I think at a minimum, I would say that like, if you're going to be riding, on highways much i would highly recommend just you can get a really simple add-on for mm-hmm. a brake light that just pulsates it's an eye catcher and it's yeah. i'd say it's worth it yeah absolutely yeah. yeah and then lastly front light add-ons we've, we've talked about this a little bit before um the top shelf brand is called Clearwater. Mm-hmm. that's what i have on the current bike i mean these are they're expensive but they're also amazing um yeah i think they're high output leds they make two different versions the one i have has the person that put this bike together actually bought two separate ones. One is a 12 high output LED on one side and a seven on the other. Um, so they're slightly different. He put the lower wa- lower lead one on the in on the left hand side of the bike, left-hand so side. that little bit less light pointing out towards like oncoming traffic. And then so these are super bright, just insane. I mean, like lasers. <laughs> I'll, we'll put a link to the Clearwater uh, video. On YouTube, it's out of control. I mean, like, but it's so bright. And then they also, so they have a cover on them that's clear. And then there's another cover that you can put on that's yellow. Mm. And I'll tell you, I rode that bike home in the rain. And I never in my life had people pulling over when I'm coming, you know, passing them on the interstate. Yeah. Because you you just can, I had those yellows on and they were just right in people's face. Yeah. Not to over brighten them all, but my goodness, I mean, it's nice to be seen. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the big, one of the biggest things on a motorcycle. You're riding like you're invisible because people can't see you. And is that one that's on the right hand side, is it pointed more towards the side of the road? Like it's so you can pick up animals and wildlife yes, that's going to jump all of okay. the above. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just super bright. Um, and then these particular clear waters, they have a they have a they have a dimmer on them too. So like oh, if you're riding nice. during the day, you can yeah. turn them down a little bit so that maybe they're not just in. Like if I was riding behind you guys at night, you'd want me to turn them down. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if you're in front, you can turn yeah. them up. And I mean, if you're the leader, oh my gosh, full it's, on, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't. Everyone doesn't like the look of them because they don't. I don't think they make the bike look great. But boy, oh boy, do they they yeah. they do their job. So that's what you want. I want to be able to see. <laughs> I would agree. And there's smaller versions. Yeah. There's yeah. there's more in you know conspicuous. Um, on one of my motorcycles, I had a pair of lights mounted on the front fork. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, they're that. small, but they were really effective. Again, mm-hmm. LED. So there's options. They don't have to be ones that are just mm-hmm. stupid on the mirrors. That's what I like. You know, I like being stupid sometimes. But I like lights. You know, so. <laughs> So yeah, but I uh, highly recommend something in the rear, something in the front. If you're going to ride at night more than five times, yeah. couldn't be worth it more. So yeah. Yeah. Ride-wise is the section we focus on planning and safety tips. How to deal with instant changes or challenges. Uh, <laughs> know who will decide early. You know, if, if it's a lead rider and you're making road changes, that's the person to just make the decision and everyone just goes with it. Yeah. You know, if, if, it, if it comes up, you know, we, I think the points here is having pre-ride meetings, kind yeah. of getting a good idea what's going on, but you have to be flexible when yeah. things come along on the, on the way, yeah. right? And, and speaking of pri- uh, pre-ride meetings, we've, we've talked about that before. 
you know, we like to get together, uh, you know, a couple of weeks before the trip after you've kind of planned a route, you know, a basic route and, get a good idea. and locations. And, uh, you know, we talk to everybody and find out, have we missed anything? Here's the route we're planning. Is there anything you must see, anything you must do? Um, make sure everybody agrees that, yeah, we want to stay in those places, those right. towns, and that's about the amount of riding we want to do for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we, we usually allow you, you just take and make the plan, the road right. plan, and then someone else will kind of take over and, um, you know, make all the reservations, right. you know, and kind of divide up the, the work that way. Yep. I think it's good to have that second person sometimes. It's just, um, it's helpful. It's it's also nice, you know, like when you make all the plans and if something goes wrong, you just feel bad because, yeah. and it's nobody's fault. Like, right. we, I know one, I think in Kentucky, you and I stayed in Questionable Hotel the one <laughs> night and it was like, whatever, like no one... Yeah. Is gonna get hurt here. Well, we could have. There may have been some. Bad <laughs> there may have been. But uh, you know, like it happens, right? I mean, yeah. like everything's never perfect. So I think that's just maybe like sometimes you're just gonna have to roll with it. Yeah, so. and if if someone else is helping to plan, then they're then they're vested in the whole a thing little as bit. well. You know, like <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody has a little skin in the game when they've taken part to help plan and, and yeah. Like that, and I know. think you see that in all kinds of planning. But yeah. I think but some of that help. That's kind of what makes it fun too is the pre-planning yeah. getting ready hoping oh, yeah. thinking looking um so yeah i think you've said it before but i think just kind of being agreeing you know agreeable yeah. is the best way we always know? talk about setting some ground rules right. you know kind of beforehand you know and we like to talk about no whiners on the trip right. you know if you're a whiner just stay home that's okay <laughs> uh but yeah we just want to make sure that everyone's going to be um, you know, agreeable to, if we have to change suddenly in the middle of a trip, uh, we're going to avoid some rain or, you know, bad weather or something right. like that. Um, and I would also say that, like, even when that case, you also don't want everyone, like, we don't need opinions from everyone either sometimes because right. it's like, yeah. you can't. And then kind of when we're talking about, this is titled The Art of Group Writing, you know, like, you kind of got to let the leader lead, right? Like, mm-hmm. whoever is going to take the lead, you kind of got to let them lead. You got to know that they're going to make mistakes. GPS is really hard if you're pre-planning routes. Sometimes you'll yeah. drag to the center of a city and you'll it'll be like, oh, we're taking a right. And then it's like, oh, turn around. We're going right back. You know, yeah. those things happen. Yeah. I try really hard to pull those out, but they happen, right? So you just got to give them slack because right. leading isn't always the most fun because you're really watching that GPS. You're trying to pay attention. I'm always making sure I'm counting five bikes in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't want to get too far ahead. You don't want to get too far behind. I mean, mm-hmm. the communication, as we've talked about, is... The communicators in the helmets, yeah. those those help with that a lot. Hey, you know, Mike, something happened back. You know, like whatever, right? Someone slowed down. Yeah, just pull over. We'll we'll catch up to you in a minute. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the the ebb and flow of the whole thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and that lead person is always thinking about obstacles in the road. Yep. And, you know, watching for you know traffic maybe that's coming across center line or pulling <laughs> out from a side driveway or a, a blind driveway. Right. Gravel on the road. You know those sorts of things. So. Uh, yeah, as as the lead rider, you really, you're hoping people will give you some grace because yeah. there's going to be some misturns along the way, and <laughs> just everybody kind of roll with it for sure. Yeah, and then kind of maybe just the bigger the group, the more difficult and the slower everything comes. It's just Absolutely. it's hard, um, and you know, I don't. I would get start to get uncomfortable if we start looking at like ten bikes. Like that starts to get to be kind of a chore. So I, I would just caution you to try it out. If you're going to have something that's that big, I would recommend doing maybe a couple 
day rides with that with yeah. as many people as you can um just to kind of get used to the way that people ride and you know we're used to each other now more than yeah since we've been doing it for so long but it takes time to get to get used to it right yeah, yeah. absolutely and when you have large groups you have to remember too that when you get to uh, a fuel stop it's not going to be a 10 minute fuel <laughs> up your bike and take off because there's 10 people that need to get fuel and 10 people that need to go to the bathroom and 10 people that need to get something to drink or eat. And, you know, you can be sure that it's going to be a, you know, 30 minute, 40 minute, hour long stop. So even with five or six people, the yeah. first person's fueled up and parked before the last person is getting get fuel in their, in their yeah. bike. Yeah. And so you're right. I mean, sometimes I think I've been the first one. I think I've been in, have a drink before someone even gets pulled over there, you know, and then yeah. you're just to get, you know, so, yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, it's a good time to, to stretch and, you know, yep. uh, you know, get your legs stretched out and your back stretched out again and um, just put that in your pre-plan, put that in your plan that uh, each stop you're going to be is, is, you know, at least a, a half minute, hour. Yeah. <laughs> no problem, 30 minutes, you can burn pretty quick. And I would also then just say too, like plan that too, like we had mentioned it, you just don't. Things get dark at 6, 7 o'clock at night. You want to be, I like to push to get done at 5, 5 p.m.-ish. Yeah. Because it just, it's not fun riding at night. Um, yeah. As much, It can be more treacherous and yeah. just more, you're getting tired. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't remember if I've talked about this already um, in a previous mm-hmm. uh, episode, but when you have some new riders in your group, um, automatically you're going to want to go slower. Right. Um, because you don't want them to have kind of a white knuckle ride trying to keep up with everyone and feeling like they're falling behind or having to push through, you know, some technical riding areas that they're not, you know, ready for. And um, just make everybody feel comfortable, slow down a bit, make sure those uh, those new riders are feeling good and comfortable. And, and I, I know that the very first time I took a, a group ride, mm-hmm. even though I had been riding motorcycle for quite a long time, um, your mind is, starts thinking about things that really don't matter that much, but they matter. But, yeah. you know, I was thinking about the stagger. Am I in the right side of the lane or the left side of the lane? How far back should I be from the person in front of me? And, you know, you start worrying about stupid things like that, and you stop enjoying the ride, or you, you kind of tense up. Your neck is tense, your shoulders and arms. and Pretty soon um, you're, yeah. yeah. you're fatigued just from, yeah. you know, being tense and worried about, am I doing things right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would say just... Make that person feel at ease, slow down, take your time, and you know, just keep the communications going. The next segment is what we call the mile marker. It's our story segment. Um, we led into it with the night riding on closed roads. and One of our biggest group rides was a ride to a place called Boscobel, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Not too far from us, you know, five-hour drive, four hours. Lots of inexperienced people with us that time. I yeah. mean, we had probably three people that hadn't been on a group ride before. Yeah. Yep. Which meant three people that were almost not prepared. Gear, this, that. Right. And I, I just remember we rode <laughs> into the night. <laughs> yeah. It was dark. Um, you could see the storm clouds are coming. Mm-hmm. So then there was a little tense. And then we got to up in the neighborhood. Really, we were probably five miles from the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and road closed. And we're like, oh my gosh, what a pain. So we turn on a road to you know avoid the road closure. And what we hadn't realized is that we actually turned on the cl- the closed road. Onto the closed road, yeah. right. Yeah. So not only was it dark, and at night we were riding a closed road that was basically being re- repaved. So we rode a gravel road at night 
And it happened to be right next to a river, right? right? Next so, to a river. Um, Mosquitoes everywhere. I just yeah. remember bugs everywhere. Yeah, so um, just one of those things, again, where it was really good. It worked out well. We ended up going a pretty big detour, but yeah. we ended up parked before the rain came, and it was good. Yeah. But one of my enjoyable things about that ride was the first time that I think we had stayed in the one hotel multiple nights and cloverleafed oh, yeah. around Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, and that was that was a fun thing to do. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you want to get not too far away from home or from your start starting place, boy, that that's a good thing to do. That, um, that works pretty well. You can get the gear off the bike, the non essentials. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you can kind of, it's you don't have to unpack, repack, pull in, get in the place, yeah. haul the two three bags of your junk, unload, reload. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and then if you if it does rain real hard one day then you just stay in yeah you, you can don't, you don't, you don't have, to, have to get to that next destination. you don't have to get to the next destination yeah you know the one thing i remember about that ride too is um i had a different bike back then and in wisconsin the abc roads we yep. call them lots of twisties and i remember really being fatigued because i was fighting the bike a lot because it was kind of top heavy it had a, a it was kind of a royal star right it was the Royal Star, yeah. yeah. And it had kind of a big front end on it, big mm-hmm. front tire, and it just always felt like the handlebars wanted to flop <laughs> on me. So uh, that bike kind of tired me out on that ride, I yeah. remember. I mean, just really kind of feeling tense all the time because I felt like I was kind of fighting it all the time going through the corners. Yeah. Um, so check on your new riders. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. On, on something like that. Absolutely. Because I, I just remember that was fatiguing. Yeah. yeah. I was going to just note, you said the ABC roads. Wisconsin's south, um, it'd be their southwest side, has some of the best riding roads. And they say, if you want to have a great ride in Wisconsin, just go ride the alphabet. And what it is, is all their county roads in Wisconsin are all lettered. So A through, I think it's like double F, I think is the, is like, they'll go all the way through. And boy, you really cannot make a mistake if you're in Wisconsin and you ride the alphabet. So check it out, look it on the maps. It's pretty cool. Um, if you ever get a chance to get in that yeah. area. So. And I don't think they have gravel roads in Wisconsin, do they? They technically do, but there's not many. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like in Iowa, we have them all over the yeah, place. Yeah, they're ridiculous. But yeah. But uh, yeah. So it's, you can't go wrong riding That's Wisconsin. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and another group ride we took, we did a split up, mm-hmm. if you remember. Yeah. We call that our eclipse ride. And I think on a, in future episode nine, we'll, we're going to do a deep dive into that. But um, we ended up, Going to riding into Missouri from Iowa, mm-hmm. and then on the second day, I think we split. Um, yep. Three, we was five people. Three yep. of you guys went to Carbondale, Illinois, and two of us went yep. to Arkansas. And so that was kind of an interesting, different way to do things. Um, and it worked out well. I thought yeah, it was that fun, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the crust of that was you guys. I think you guys went to see Hairball, maybe? Uh, here come the mummies. Here come the mummies. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, we, so went, our... we went to see the Eclipse. Well, right. But and the, mummy, the band. The mummies happened to be playing there but, afterwards. But we found that, you know, you guys like to go do that. And then, yeah. you know, we figure it out. Sometimes everyone will go and go to the show. And sometimes we'll do something different. Yeah. And that's okay, too. I mean, it was it was good. I mean, our ride to Arkansas was wild. I mean, um, yeah. cool. And you guys had a heck of an experience Oh, Tell us the, about that. Eclipse, a little, well, yeah, maybe the roads. Amazing. Oh, the roads were fantastic. It was so hot that day, though. Right. I mean, we just could not find any place cool. You know, I mean, everywhere we went, it was over 100. And uh, 
you know, I think we even ended up riding in shorts for a while. Cause yeah. It was so hot that day. Yeah. But, but yeah, and I saw some amazing roads. You just got to be hydrating even when yeah. you're riding like that because you're just getting totally yeah. hammered away. But, and then I think when we, we met back after you guys went to the show in the Eclipse, we met back and we had another day riding down around Mark Twain yeah. um, Park and that was fun. And then, then we rode home. But I don't know. I, I thought that was good. Um, um, that was fun. It, it was, was just different yeah. experience. Yep. And uh, yeah, I have some other ideas on things like that we should talk about in the yeah. future. But maybe it'll be work well if we get more people riding with us from this podcast oh, because yeah. it's kind of like a shotgun start idea, like golf. I'm thinking like meet someplace, you know. Oh, good idea. Yeah, All so right. we'll, we'll talk more about that. But um, maybe just um, one more quick story do you want to say with just group dynamics and how maybe people that weren't... Yeah, we, you know... Over the years, we've had some new people join us, and you know, um, you know, after after having meals together, and you know, at night we like to get together at the hotel or wherever we're staying mm-hmm. and play some cards, you know, and have a have a drink or two, and yeah, you really can, you know, just learn who people are, you know, and just ask questions, you know, and just be curious about, you know, their kids and their their jobs and yeah. their lives, and just have a great time, and pretty soon, you know, you become good friends with. People you just met. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, and I think about, we went through a couple divorces. One person that lost their job, like, decided to come on the ride. You know, like, those are life things that I I won't forget, though. Those are great stories. And just, it was nice to be around people for everyone, I think, on on those things. You know, it's just a group. Absolutely. Yeah. The podcast can be found on bestmotorcycleroads.com slash podcast. All the information you need will be there. Uh, But you can subscribe on Spotify. Amazon Music, Apple, Pocket Casts, and YouTube. This is the interactive segment. We will be looking for input from you. Uh, We want you to send us your questions and suggestions for roads, topics, and anything else you have on your mind. Today's roadside Q&A comes from Kale. And Kale is asking about our packing list. Uh, He said, uh, you've mentioned it's in your notes, but, you know, maybe we could just kind of talk about it and read through it. Absolutely. So we have some emergency and repair tools, things like tire kits and plug kits for tire punctures, uh, portable air pump, um, like Cycle Pump Expedition, the Bike Master Compressors, Air Moto Tire, uh, tire Inflator. We'll have those in the show notes. Uh, have a flashlight or a headlamp, uh, some extra fuses, um, some jumper cables or a jump start uh, pack, and then a few towels and rags. Um, for like some essentials, make sure you take a spare key for your motorcycle. <laughs> That's important. It's happened to us. Uh, or a spare battery for your fob if your motorcycle uses a fob. Uh, always carry a replacement headlight bulb. Uh, we've had two light bulbs go out uh, during trips and one time at night. Uh, have your coffee mug, a coffee mug or water cup, a GPS, and a kickstand puck is always oh, yeah. nice to have because... We've been on some hot parking lots in the uh, asphalt, and the bikes have sunk. <laughs> no joke. So clothing and protection. Uh, make sure you have rain gear, um, uh, some wet weather gloves, um, maybe a small first aid kit. Uh, get yourself some medical gloves or the food preparation gloves to slide inside your gloves to make them waterproof if they're not. Um, a hoodie or a sweater. Um, and then some people will bring out like a canvas, like a 6 by 8 canvas right. for emergencies, you know, like a little tarp. Lay it down on the it's road. It's true. I mean, it, like, it's laying on the ground, and then they mentioned even above, if it's raining, you if can it, kind of... Yeah. So... I love that. That's good stuff. 
waterproof boots. Um, you know, make sure you've got some clothes for uh, colder temperatures if you need, uh, you know, leather or whatever. Um, bring some extra glasses, maybe night glasses, some yep. yellow colored um, if you need. Um, trying to think. Uh, maybe like, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we can put the full notes, we'll link to them too. So, yeah. And this yeah. is just a good start. It's things that we picked up on the way and kind of yeah. gathered from. Just doing the research. Earplugs, even with our helmets in. Oh, yeah. In, I'm uh, a big fan. I wish I would have started that live. I know. Earplugs work great. Even, yeah. you know, with our communicators in, it makes it Works so great. much easier to hear. Yeah. It yeah. cuts down on the wind noise is what yeah. it does. Yeah. For sure. All right. That's it. Well, now we have the last mile. It's our way to close the episode with our reflections. Okay. So uh, the importance of unity and, and kind of watching out for other I've mentioned before. Um, ask each other how, how you're doing throughout the day. Um, you know, find out if they're tired, if you've got pains, uh, check on <laughs> fuel levels as you're riding. How's everybody doing? Yeah. Uh, comfort. Uh, take a look at each other's bike as you're riding. Uh, sometimes you'll notice there's a loose cord or luggage coming loose and they don't notice it. Loose yeah. parts. Flapped open. Something, shut. A flat, flap is open. The trunk is open. Uh, tires getting low. We've seen that. <laughs> Back tires getting low. And that's where I say the communication uh, headsets are well worth the money. Yeah. In fact, I would even say if you're doing a group ride, that might be the first thing you purchase. <laughs> I you know, think you could be right. Be, before anything else, yeah. get yourself some head, headset communicators because sometimes that person in the back needs something and there's no way to communicate no. to the front of the group. Um, plus, they help with boredom. <laughs> you know, if you have to change plans, uh, just, you know, you chit chat along the way and it tells some stories and it, it you know, kind of uh, makes the ride go a lot faster. Uh, those communicators, you can point out things along the way that you yeah. see. Um, front person can always talk about dangers they see. Yeah. And, uh, well, and even when you're solo riding, it's music. You know, it's nice oh, to yeah. have music. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Agreed. Then you can talk about the speed. Hey, can you slow down for me? I'm, <laughs> I'm struggling to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I guess just group rides to me are the thing that makes motorcycling great. I mean, I do like to get out on my motorcycle and ride by myself at once in a while, but honestly... The group riding and experiencing trips with others for me is the number one thing. And then just have that leader make sure that you have cruise control. Um, without that cruise control, it really, it can get troublesome. Um, maybe not troublesome, but it just gets to be where you're kind of doing that surge and slow yeah. and surge and slow. And it just, yep. it's annoying at best. So, yeah. And our next episode is called The People and Experiences of Our Motorcycle Trips. So, we hope you join us for that. If this episode revved up your day, don't just keep it to yourself. Like, subscribe, and share with your crew. We're all about the thrill of the ride and the bond it creates. Keep the spirit of adventure alive, and remember, bikes, friends, and endless roads. The stories ride forever. Take care.